You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the five-hour energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the official Broad Wasted Podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and we've got a sweet tooth for today's guest. There's a chuckle lot to talk about, so everybody say yeah. Don't get bitter and gimme gimme some sugar because you're worth a hundred grand. It's our payday today, so don't snicker and just all enjoy it. Oh, Henry! <laughs> I just realized what's happening. Mr. Goodbar has those butterfingers, but he's got a milky way about him. Very extra. So we're going to climb the mounds with a bunch of crunch under our feet and explain with a crackle, we're nerds, but you're my peeps. So let's tootsie... <laughs> So let's Tootsie roll along. Joining us today are the usual lifesavers, including Kevin Pop and Rock Jager. Oh, I like that one. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm doing it right now. You can't tell, but I'm popping and rocking. <laughs> Great. It's very exciting. Uh, Kimberly, our game master and unofficial babysitter for the hour. Hello, I'm Instagramming. Great. And with us today is somebody you may have seen in the Irish reps Finian's Rainbow and on Broadway or in the first national tour of Kinky Boots. He just finished the run of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So let's give a big broad wasted welcome to friend of the show. Friend, friend of the, the show. show. Kyle Taylor Parker. Woo! Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Of course. I'm so happy to be here. Absolutely. Um, you can follow him on social media at KTPWay. That's right. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, at KTPWay. Oh, that's like... Check out that branding. Yeah. <laughs> Oprah taught me well. <laughs> We're really happy you're here. We have so much to talk about because little did you know, there is an ultra fan who's not in the room, she's but... She's down the street. Oh. oh, she's down the street? Yeah. My mom? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I I, I did prep Kyle for this. I did tell him that that your mom is like a My mother is down the street. She sent me with a few questions for you. Fabulous. (laughs) Uh, That I think we'll get to later. We will. We will. But I just like prepping you. On my way, I was like... I'm going to go meet Kyle. And she was like, it's KTP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it works. Your like, branding works. It's like the Goldbergs. KTP. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of exactly how I yeah. responded to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, she like flipped her shit. Oh. We told her you were going to be on the show. So you mm. apparently responded to one of my mother's tweets once. Oh, yeah. And so now she thinks you're best friends. I mean, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. But also, um, her good friend's son is Anthony Piccarello who was young Charlie for quite a time yes. while you were on tour. He's so fabulous. And so she has gone backstage. That's I think such it, a mom in story. Yes. Like, my best friend's cousin's son's first godson was actually in the show, not with you, but the other Lola. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, great, She has great, seen thanks. it like twice because of Anthony, but one time Still. was with you. Though awesome. not the signed poster that's in the bathroom in her apartment. Oh, no, we have to fix that. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to wake up, you'll be in her bathroom signing the poster. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. Crossing out Jay Harris 
Lindsay. Yeah. And everybody <laughs> can love. Oh, that's you can amazing. have both of us. Right. right. Yes. Two um, Lolas in one show. Yeah. Exactly. Um, one will be the low and one will be the la. Wait, guys. Uh, Lola in Sideshow. <laughs> Whatever Lola wants. Like a Sideshow revival, but it's two Lolas. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Sometimes it feels like I, that I love show. That. I will never leave you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but let's start first with what are you drinking? What are you drinking? Oh, I haven't even taken a sip yet. Well, go for it. I'm gonna. So good. Sure. Um, today we are drinking the Hudson Baby Bourbon Whiskey. Ooh. Um, it is so smooth. It's so smooth. It's delicious. Hold on, let me check. Yeah, please, everyone check. Now, when we drink this, um, what's what kind of a taste do you get on on the on there? Mmm, bourbon. Mmm, bourbon. It's all the good stuff, right? It's like it actually sweet. is very smooth. Like mm-hmm. yeah, the barrel. Like is it oak? Yeah, there's a split oak in there. Uh huh. There's a hint of vanilla, right? I do taste that. Let me try again. Yeah. Go for it. And according to the Surgeon General, women who are should not drink who are pregnant. Kimberly, you okay? I'm just reading that. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no 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 no! <laughs> As the only one in this room that pertains to. Yay! Yeah. Cheers. 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 And can we talk about our uh, cups? Guys, we found cup tumblers in the WeWork today from the view upstairs. I mean, it was amazing. Now I didn't know they forever. had tumblers. You I didn't I. know they did either. I'm really excited about it. Though. Yeah, where were these to purchase when we saw the show? Where Maybe these were giveaways? Them? Yeah, it's, it's an exclusive gift here. Yeah. Let's start with what have you seen this week? What have you seen this week? What have I seen today? Oh, true. Oh, yeah. Do you want to start, Kimberly? Today, I went to Twice on this Island. <gasps> Because I saw once on this island twice, if you didn't get that joke. <laughs> you saw it twice today? I saw it twice today. No, I saw the matinee with my mother. Lovely. How was it the second time? The second time, so I made sure that I sat on the opposite side mm-hmm. so that I got a different viewpoint. Mm-hmm. So oh, I don't want to do spoilers, but I will say, I mean, I was able to see more of the show this time because I wasn't crying as much because I knew it was coming. Okay. <laughs> and we sat, if you remember the last time that we saw this show, dear listener... Um, there was, there was a woman who decided to go to the bathroom before a song. That was so incredible. And then immediately realized she could not leave. And so turned around and slowly tried to get back to her seat while Timoon waited very patiently behind her to get to her mark. She was, Um, you could see in her eyes, she was getting like more and more nervous by like the millisecond that she was going to hit her mark because she was stuck behind this woman trying to like It was right before Mama will provide. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it yet, but I need to. Yes, for sure. She was so, Haley was so nervous. (laughs) And so so at this seat, um, I didn't even notice it was happening until like she jumped up onto the boat. And And then you're like, because it came from behind. And I was like, oh, she's there. Oh, it was earlier this time. (laughs) (laughs) But I did get to be very close to the goat. And that made me very excited. And the goat was on. It wasn't the goat's cover. I don't know. There are two goats. I don't know that I can tell them apart right away. I did get a closer view of the diaper this time. Uh-huh. And I don't know if the diaper... First of all, I will also like to say that on my walk to the Circle in the Square Theater today, it was raining. And I was like, what are these like pellet-shaped poops all over the sidewalk? And then I was like, it's goat poops. We're going to go see the goats. Oh, my God. There so was at first I was annoyed, and then I was very excited, and then I realized how many people had stepped in them, and I was just like, they are all dragging this How would you like if you were the stagehand who they were like, so your job is to change the goat? Like, I know. <laughs> they have a child wrangler and a goat wrangler. Right. Or maybe it's the same person. Could be. Yeah. Well, what have you seen lately? I haven't been able to see much. I just closed Charlie and the Chocolate Factory on yeah. Sunday. Sunday. And what were you doing um, on Monday night? Like, oh, and then Monday. closed, and then? <laughs> and then on Monday night, I debuted my uh, solo concert in New York City. That's so cool. Yeah, it was really cool. It, it was a magical well? night. Yeah, it was, was a really, really magical night. You were at Green awesome. 42, right? Yep. That's awesome. That. Are more of those coming up? Yeah. I just when? found out today on the way here. That's <gasps> Wait, really? It here. Yeah, we that, got the scoop. Oh, I don't know when oh, they'll okay. be or where <laughs> they'll be. But you're doing one. But I'm definitely doing them, and it seems like it might be a monthly situation. Yeah. Yes. As soon as it starts, it'll just keep going and going. That's and awesome. Going. So and stay tuned. it's called tuned. Soul Sessions, right? Yep, it's called the Soul Session, and you can catch... KTP. KTP, that's it. <laughs> and it started off from like YouTube videos of covers of Broadway songs that I turned into mm-hmm. Soul Standards. Uh-huh. And when I got the closing <gasps> notice, I was like, let's do this for real. Yeah. Yeah, yes. you know, awesome. Literally so, the day after I close the show. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Was Literally. there a party? Yeah. Like, did you have to restrain yourself? Yes, I <laughs> did. I was like, I will show. party tomorrow night after the last <laughs> song. So I did a toast and so, went to bed. I have a very important question for you. Okay. How many um, cabbages did you sell, Charlie, <laughs> in the course of? 
I, what do we do? We did 300 shows. I probably missed six singing at other concerts. So, so we're like in the two... 300 minus six. Yeah. I sing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so like 294-ish? Yeah, okay. I'd say that many. All right. And just one cabbage a show? Uh, yeah, one cabbage a show because after that, that it's the reason. candy. Right. Oh, right. Mm. That was also his contract. He wasn't going to do more than one cabbage. Story, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the, they have a cabbage clause now. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Kinky Boots for a mm-hmm. minute. Um, you played Lola on the first national tour. Yep. And you also played Lola on Broadway. Yep. Was there a difference in audiences, in the production? In, uh, if you could talk to the differences, I think that'd be cool. A hundred percent. Yeah, I also did it in Toronto. So I've oh. done it with oh. a lot of Charlies. That's mm-hmm. one big difference. It's yeah. like... The cool thing is that you always got a new best friend every time you did the show with a different Charlie. So you've never done a show without a Charlie in it? Oh, no, I haven't. I've never done a Broadway show without a Charlie or a factory. I don't know what I'm going to do for the next show. That's really true. That's amazing. (laughs) But... (laughs) <laughs> the, big, the big difference between Broadway and tour is like the tour houses would be huge, like 4,000, some of them, yeah, like yeah. playing the gamut in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And so like the challenge would really be getting to the back of the house, but still like being honest to the story and not, you know, doing like a big speechifying version of the show. Yeah. And on Broadway, the audience is right in the palm of your hand and you're already a drag queen, right? And to mm-hmm. me, the honesty of Lola was important to me, no matter what. Even like when she's in the club, and that can be very big and fabulous, yeah. to me, you want to feel her soul. But mm-hmm. you don't want to beat him over the head with it. So mm-hmm. for me, it was always about trying to find that balance between you know, giving it to them, but also not like hitting them over the head with it. Yeah. What was it like for you going into drag like that? Was this like your first experience doing drag, doing the show? Ever, ever, ever. It was that is one of my mom's questions. <laughs> she said, what was it like to dress like a woman? <laughs> the good thing is this. I started Does off she not a... know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you wore much more makeup than my mother. That was a lot of makeup. Well, I started off as an angel in the ensemble, so like right. by the time I got OBC? to Lola, that's it. I felt more comfortable in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and the best part was when you're Lola, you have a makeup artist. So that part, I didn't have to worry about. Oh, that's When I was an angel, it was like an arts and crafts project on my face. Popsicle <laughs> <laughs> stencils. Yes. Did you oh, use brow stencils I and everything? Brow stencils. Oh, yes. Yeah. They're when real. When I was an angel, I didn't have brow stencils. And then when I became Mrs. Green, which that's a different story they kind of forgot to cast the part and on the first day of rehearsal Jack O'Brien goes oh you you can be Mrs. Green you've been in drag before so it's like I need to get these eyes <laughs> yes that's how it Stop. happened yes and I was like well fabulous and Mrs. Yeah. Green at that point was like one scene in the rehearsal process Mrs. Green like came on for one scene sold the cabbage disappeared yeah. so over time it became something very big something very medium I was gonna say, like, it, was it an... went through so many changes and it was such an interesting part I was like why did that part need to be in yeah. drag? What a weird I double see. cast. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's how it was told to me. But so I was now like, you have to carry your like eyebrow stencil everywhere just because you never know. Exactly. <laughs> no one should leave home without an eyebrow, eyebrow stencil. stencil. That's it. Anastasia. The symmetry, guys. <laughs> you know how like some podcasts like will name the episodes like a quote from the podcast? I think we found ours. <laughs> no one should leave home without an eyebrow stencil. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Guys, I just got a new brow pencil. I'm like really trying yeah. hard to make sure they work. Was the makeup the most difficult part, or was it the actual kinky boots? Like, were like the heels and everything like a difficult thing? to Or learn? eight shows a week? Um, so <laughs> any of those. <laughs> I was with the show for five years, so it kind of holy moly. It depends on through all different. I mean, not through all in different capacities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and so it's like throughout that time span, it was a different thing. So in the beginning, mm-hmm. it was the makeup, not the shoes. In the end, it was the shoes, not the makeup. Yeah. In the middle, it was like eight shows a week because I was kind of just still figuring it out. Yeah. Um, the, the thing with me and eight shows a week with that part was actually liberating. And I'm not trying to say this like, ha, 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 I'm so great. But to me, I was so cautious in the beginning because everyone talks about eight shows a week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is, I don't know, I don't. So I was being very, very careful. And this was your debut? This is once I became Lola. But but, you, but Kinky Boots originally was your debut. Yes, yeah. sorry, yes, mm-hmm. it was my debut. Cool. So I was like, oh, this eight shows, I was being so careful. And in one week, I was just kind of like, I'm just going to see how much I can get away with. And that, I don't know of all shows, but that show is written so well that you really can ride it if you're a smart, safe singer. And I was like, I want to live like this, like on the edge. I don't want to live in that safe, scared place because that's nothing to sing about. And that's not where Lola lives either. Exactly. 
But it's so Girls funny, like edge. we have in our heads, like eight shows a week, it's so hard, it's so scary. But yeah. some things are hard and worth it, and that was hard yeah. and worth it. Were you covering for Billy from like the, from the get-go, the original no, cast? No, I wasn't. So when I first got hired, I was, I was 23 when I got that job. And so I auditioned. And you're 70 now. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I, uh, I was really young. Everyone liked me, I guess, but they were like, oh, he's too young for the part. Uh-huh. And then oh, sure. someone told me in the cast, they were like, you should just ask them if, you know, perhaps you could cover. They already had two covers, and I was like, all right. You guys, I may never go on, ever, ever, ever. But to me, this part's like yeah. Drag Othello. And they, they actually bought it, and I was shocked about that. I was like, yes. oh, God, they actually believed me. Okay. So then I got paid to rehearse for a while, and there was one day there that you know no one was in the building to play the part but me. And they were like, are you ready? And I was like, am I ready? I'm born ready. <laughs> and like, kind of from there, it just kind of took off and became this thing that I never imagined it to be. And then... Then they cast you at, in national tour, uh-huh. and the rest is history. As that's amazing. Herstory, Herstory, yeah, <laughs> that's so crazy. Does Gail have any questions? Oh, let's see if let's pull up Gail's questions. I'm gonna, while you do that, I'm gonna. Can you pass me the Hudson bourbon? I want my baby bourbon. Baby bourbon. Baby bourbon. I was gonna try to do that. I was like, thank yeah, you. Right. Right. All right, a question from Gail. How much did you love being Lola? I absolutely loved it. I still love it. I do it sometimes in the bathroom. Like, oh, yeah? yeah? Just to see if I still can. Yeah. Just, you still got it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did Flip you have a favorite hair. number? Ooh, I loved the Land of Lola reprise because that was one they really were like, just go for it. So awesome. it would just be me and the band. And I guess it's always been my dream to just be me and the band to a certain <laughs> extent. That's what I love from Monday Night, my show. Is that like, the name of your like, autobiography? Me and the band. It could be. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. yeah. If not, it's definitely a chapter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 That's where life's going. Yeah. Me and the band. Yeah. Me and the new band. <laughs> me so and yeah. the Monday band. <laughs> where's the band? <laughs> <laughs> the band's me. visit. Where's the band? Where's my band? Where's my backup singers? Yeah. Anyway. So That's yeah, I love the, love the part. What else does Gail say? Did you have fun with all the angels backstage on tour? You know what's weird? You don't, you don't actually as Lola get to see the angels. You're always changing it to a shoe or this Mm. or that. And like their dressing room is to the left and yours is like in a closet someplace close to the stage. And if you're on stage at the same time, you're in front of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But anytime I'd be on stage, I'd always try to like make eyes with them or something. Yeah, yeah. And those big houses really, you feel alone because you see nothing. It's just big, big, big. So if I could look at anyone on stage, it would get me through. Yeah. So I'd love to do a a sex... Oh. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, proposition. Yeah, this, <laughs> this Hudson baby bourbon goes right to you. And baby's uh, growing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to do a segment called Stage Door Stories. Stage Door Stories. stories. Okay. We would love to hear some of your favorite stage door stories from whether it's on tour with hair or in the heights or from Kinky Boots or, or even just recently Charlie. Anything wonderful or hilarious, whatever you'd like to share with us. Um, I'll first start with sentimentally because I'm like a big old sap. Yeah. Philadelphia, actually. I loved playing Philadelphia. It was my favorite place. I can't wait to go back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did University of the Arts as a kid, their summer prep program oh, yeah. there, and yeah. I love that. Anyway, I was Are at you the Forest. I'm not. Oh, I'm okay. from Wisconsin, but like I love oh, their okay. summer. I really wanted to go to York. <laughs> did you? You also thing. like grew up in I like East Africa, West Africa. I did. Like uh, I have it here. I grew what? up all over the Paris, world. Paris, Zurich, mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Wisconsin is where I ended up. <laughs> yeah. My mom worked in public health, so like I think oh. that's also why I'm like sentimental and why Kinky's so special too. It's like people in the world, and so we're doing Kinky Booth in Philadelphia. It feels really great because you know all the old Broadway shows. Mm-hmm. They did tryouts there. Mm-hmm. I go and the to the forest stage is beautiful. door. It's beautiful. Um, I, you know, it's really magical because they have like you walk at the stage door, then you go left, and there's like this alley, which is very like old mm-hmm. theater to me. Anyway, there's this guy in the alley. He looks at me, goes like, "Hey, you, you were Lola, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "You're gonna win a Tony someday." I'm telling you, you're gonna win a Tony Award. And I thought that's the stuff like as a kid yeah. you think about yes. that. And I was with my dresser walking the street, and like we walked a little bit further, and he looked at me, and he was like, "I think." That's something like when you win it, which this is crazy talk. It was just a ma- maybe not so crazy, but it was a magical moment. He goes, if that happens, you have to thank the guy in the alley of the Forest Theater who said you're going to win a Tony. Do you think it was you from the future telling you? I that has to be a part of the speech. <laughs> that would be amazing. I don't know if it was me from the future. I don't know if it was my next door neighbor, but thank you. I can picture like, the, the next the day, days. everyone's like, Kyle gave a great speech, but. 
he explained time travel? <laughs> In a very real detailed yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Always leave him a little confused. <laughs> you might also win a Nobel Prize. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but he didn't say this. Yeah. Not, is, notes for the oh man in the alley. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's so such a Philly story, story though. Yeah. The energy in Philly is very much like, we'll just tell you what we think. And like, it's so incredible. And when it's nice, it's like off-putting sometimes in Philadelphia because it's just like, I went to Tony one day and it's like, that seemed that didn't seem like a compliment, but that was very nice. Yeah, that was a little too casual, <laughs> sir. Like, oh, thanks, sir. Yeah. Or it's just like a very aggressive compliment. Like, did he like point in your face and be like, you, you, sir. Yeah, he was really cool. Yeah. Um, and do you have a, a funny story that, that just comes to mind? There's a fu- Here's a funny story. This is Broadway. Um, I was... Uh, an angel and we came out and there was there were like three there was one girl I'm gonna say it was one girl because this is an old memory and she was maybe from Japan Mm -hmm. and she was dressed head to toe like Billy Porter and the sexes in the heel I mean, like, what? had made the outfit herself. Is that herself. the red dress? It's the blue. The, like, the <gasps> yes, blue, the yes, hat. Yes, the hat. And she was like, and so I come out, I was like, oh my goodness, you're stunning, you're Lola. And then she was like, I played Effie in Dreamgirls. And I want to meet Billy Porter. And, like, the whole look together, I was like, I'm done. I want to see this production of Green yeah. yeah. I will find Billy Porter for you because he must see you right now in this look. It was stunning. I mean, that show had the best fans. We had another person who had the entire cast uh, signatures tattooed onto his arm. Wow. Because yeah. he was like, you guys are a family to me. And this is how much the show means. We had the logo, and then all of our. First, it was because first we signed his arm, and then he came back and had the, like a tattoo. Made. Wow! I was like, I, this is this show is a part of me. Well, we've heard from other people on the podcast who have done Kinky Boots, like uh-huh. how how much you change people's lives just yeah. with that show, especially mm-hmm. touring. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a special show. Yeah, for sure. Um, does Gail have any more questions? Well, her question was, do you like Philadelphia? And that question has been answered. You've done an excellent job. <laughs> oh, wait, do you have any other favorite cities? Ooh, um, I loved San Diego. Um, I love Boston. Mm-hmm. I loved San Francisco. Did you was do a sit down there? Oh. In which one? In San Diego? I thought like San Diego was a while, right? That you were there? San, yeah, I think it was three weeks, I want to say. I but really liked it. Oh, that's San good. Diego. Yeah. Was there a theater that you liked? Like the history or the... Like, the space itself. Mm, the Forest Theater. I loved the Forest, Forest Theater. Philly's um, oh, theaters are old. Seattle. Uh, <gasps> really? Fifth Ave. Oh, Just because yes. all the history of it. Yeah. Um, the gamage, the history of it, I told, like everyone said, this is company did not, a, company did something there. I don't know uh, what. But I told myself in my dressing room was Elaine Stritch's dressing room. It probably wasn't, but that's what I told <laughs> myself. <laughs> so everyone in Arizona got like an Elaine Stritch tinged Lola. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> Lola sings "Ladies Who Lunch" at the next Soul Sessions. You heard it here oh, first. Oh, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> so amazing. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's play a game. You want to play a game? Yes. Yeah. We're going to play plot points. Okay. Which is... Plot points is a game where, in one hand, I have today some classic movies. Mm-hmm. In the other hand, I have some classic 11 o'clock numbers. Okay. And so what you're going to do is take one from each pile, and you're going to try to explain the plot of the movie to the tune of the 11 o'clock number. Love it. Got it. All right, I'm going to take a movie. 
back in the day, Nazis were after this girl, and so it's back in the she day. went to, before, to Morocco right? <laughs> and entered a gin bar, the only gin bar in the world. Oh, it's Casablanca. Played again, Sam. There <laughs> was a time. Yeah. It's a gin bar? Was well, like a lot of, of all the gin bars in all the world, she had to walk into mine. Oh, the gin joints, right? Yeah, all the gin oh, joints. I didn't realize that yeah. that I haven't seen Casablanca since I was like 12 years old. I love the movie. Great. Okay. I'll try. Okay. Here we go. I came from the North Pole. My parents left me here. I like to eat candy. Elf. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Eat candy. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Elf time here. That's hilarious. Oh, Elf, that classic Christmas movie. It is. I do love it. Okay, uh, so this guy broke his leg, and he's looking out his window. It's rear window. Uh, then he sees a murder, and he thinks it's bad, but he isn't oh. sure, so oh. he has oh. to try Finishing to figure the hat. it out. No, close. He I know is what it is. Really scared. It is Jimmy Stewart. He says, Hello, movie house, and other things like that, but maybe that is not inside this movie. No, that's not. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the last midnight. Yes! <laughs> that's midnight. I wrote that in time. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. rear window with a hint of uh, it's a wonderful life. <laughs> right. <laughs> Beers to the women with tigers. Living Ooh. in their house. Ladies who lunch mm-hmm. and bringing a baby. Correct. Yes. What's it's a bringing tiger, a right? baby? What? It's a woman who like buys a tiger and then has a tiger. Yeah, it's it's uh, Catherine Hepburn and um, uh, um, Spencer Tracy. Spencer Tracy. Yeah. Cool. It's my grandmother's favorite I'm movie. It's a great movie. Netflix as soon as I, I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to Guys, go to the classics It is an on old movie about a woman who raises a tiger <laughs> and how she falls in love with this guy who's like, you shouldn't have a tiger. <laughs> literally. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> Sign me up. Right, I'll do another one. It's my favorite. Okay, yeah. We went right to the astronomy lab. And I wore a red jacket, and I brought Natalie Wood along. And Rebel there we stood. Yes. <laughs> and I hollered, "Someone, Someone stabbed me!" Uh, guys and dolls, uh, people sit down your rock rock Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I don't really know what happens in this movie, so perfect. Great. It sounds like I'm from Maine, but I'm from. A, what do you say when someone's from a place? Da 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 da. Local. Uh-uh. I belong here. <laughs> I'm just singing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm with you. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> like a citizen, perhaps? Uh-huh, like a citizen. Citizen Kane? Mm-hmm. Great. And I'm just going to go, Citizen Kane, Citizen Kane, Citizen Kane. Gimme, gimme. Citizen Kane. Citizen's got a cane. Oh, God. Rose's turn. Yeah, there we go. Helpful. I try. Okay. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> it's in black and white, and there are two guys dressed as two ladies. Some like it hot. Nobody's perfect. They're on a train. I think Marilyn Monroe's in this. There is uh-huh. a Kelly Cabaret. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, what good is it? Some like it uh, hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We said. Oh, the... yeah. Some like it hot. Cabaret. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great. Boosh. Teamwork. All right, Kevin, you're last. Okay. okay. You ever seen the musical Sugar? That's what it's based yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Ka, ka, these birds. things are flying around Memory. You. Yeah. <laughs> Memory birds. <laughs> Memory musical <laughs> birds. And that's, what was this? Plot, Plot points. points. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, before we play our next game, uh-huh. um, I, we have a couple more questions cool. for you. What's your favorite musical? Ooh, ooh. Oh, man. Dream Girls. Such a good choice. With that girl that you met. Yeah, with the Japanese girl. In the stage tour. (laughs) (laughs) I have to see it. In that costume. (laughs) Do you have a favorite song from Dream Girls? Uh, Ooh, I love all of them, but... Music is so good. So you're at the gym, and you Uh have the Dream Girls original Broadway cast album. Okay. What are you on the treadmill to? What what track? Oh, 
Um, definitely, definitely uh, move. Yeah. If I'm like on the treadmill, definitely move. move. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Awesome. So you're being sent to a desert island. Yeah. And you, before you go, forever, before you go, you can only see one show. The perfect version of that show. What are you seeing? Ooh. Oh. Oh, and the island does not have theater. Oh, so right. It's like it's not a theater, theater island. So I can only see one. This is Those it. theater islands. Those theater <laughs> islands. Oh, man. If I could see Heather Headley do Suge Avery in the Color Purple one more time. Oh, oh my God. That's so I good. I mean, yeah. That's a great choice. Oh, man. That the was tension everything. She was between amazing. the two of them was, like, palpable. She was, was incredible. Amazing. Like, chills. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite experience seeing a show? It doesn't be your favorite show, but, like, you'll never forget being in that theater and watching magic. Ooh. Um, it can also be a magic show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would definitely say... Porgy and Bess with Audrey McDonald. That was, her performance was stunning. Mm. And I remember exactly where we were sitting. And it was actually, I was very young and kind of silly. And I thought that, you know, things should happen quickly. And, you know, and I was going to leave the business. And I saw that performance. Mm. And I saw magic. And I was like, that is worth everything. Like, wow. just to see. I mean, it was just a stunning yeah. performance. That's an, I really like the way you described that. And I, I assume you do, like, new readings of shows and like mm -hmm. kind of what's one of the best things you've read or sang through recently hmm ooh hmm. Douglas Lyons Lyons and Pack Chart they're uh, new composers okay. they're incredible last year I got to sing uh, one of their songs in a concert and it was really really exciting like the kind of excitement that was around you know uh, uh, Pasek and Paul yeah. and um, you know it's that kind of feel so yeah that was that's great. cool shout out to them Check out their stuff. I don't know them, but why not? Yeah, they're great. Cool. Apparently, we will soon. We should play another game. Yeah, great. let's do it. Yeah, sounds good to me. This game also on suggestion from Mom of the Show, Gail Cooper. Gail Cooper. <laughs> I asked my mom what a good game would be revolved around kinky booths, and she goes, "Well, like, what are famous father and sons?" Ooh, that is a good oh. game. Oh. That was her entire contribution. So I made a game. <laughs> <laughs> father and son game. Great. So I'm gonna read you two first names. Okay. And then the first person to give me the last name gets the point. Oh, I love this kid. This is a good from. This is from. He's just famous father and sons. Are these real people or characters? It doesn't matter. Anything. Uh, from shows? Real or? people. No, really? they're real people. Oh. Okay. Ready? Yep. Kirk and Michael. Douglas. Ooh. Colin and Tom. Hanks. Good one, Kev. Will and Jaden. Pink 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 Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I think he. Oh, I, I think Kyle definitely got it. Um, Ben and Jerry. Stiller. Candy? Yes. Oh, Kevin, ice cream. Martin and Charlie. Sheen. For an extra point, Emilio. Mighty Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> Gordon Bombay is his name. <laughs> um. Okay. Who else? Uh, Chuck and Eddie. This is Broadway specific. Cooper. What, Cooper? Oh. oh. <laughs> you got it there first. But with an attitude. What, Cooper? <laughs> John and Julian. Oh, Lennon. Correct. Oh. Who's Julian Lennon? I His son that His hey, son. Judas he about. His son, has some songs. Oh. oh. Donald. And Kiefer. Sutherland. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want, the, you want the ones that I wouldn't know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-oh. Gary and Jake. Jillian Busey is correct. <laughs> Damn. This is my, where my wheelhouse right now? I thought I were like, Jillian <laughs> <laughs> like, I know one name, I'm going yep. for it. Alexander and Stellan. Sarsgaard. Hamilton. This is terrible. Why are you so good at this? He know, that was right? Yes, yeah. that was correct. Who's Stellan? His dad. Stellan Sarsgaard, his oh. dad. Mm. Carl oh, I know and Rob. This is movies. Carl and Rob. Reiner. Correct. Wow. Jesus. Let's keep them going. Jesus and God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah. Jesus and Joseph. Of Nazareth. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> James and Scott. Con. Yeah. Oh. Well, Brian's just going to win. Let me see if I can stump him before we're done. <laughs> Let's stump. What's a Brian. Scott con? He's the hot one. On Hawaii Five O, 
and but an entourage. He was, in a, was he in? Oh, okay, Was yeah. he in the Italian game or a movie Job? of such ilk? Maybe, I don't know. Oh, he's in Ocean's, Ocean's 11? 11, 12, and 13. Yeah. Great, 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 he great, great. works off of Casey Affleck. Right. Mm. Like the two of them. Alan and Robin. Thick. Correct. Good one, Ken. Nice. Oh, right. I just wanted to go out on Brian, not getting it <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> cool. Um, that was a lot of fun. So, before we get to Kevin's Corner, yep. or should I say Kevin's Corner. Kevin's Corner. Um, do you have any funny, oh no, this went wrong, on stage stories? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any that you can share. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the first one, Angel Kinky Boots forgot that I, there's a big break after, uh, after Sex is in the Heel and Everybody Say Yeah, where mm-hmm. like they're getting all sappy. So I would go upstairs to my friends in the dressing room who were swings and I would talk to them every night and that would be my thing. So I got comfortable in the show finally after making the debut and I didn't know that I didn't have a wig on. And like <gasps> the theater is huge. And I have my shoes in my hand, I have my slippers on and I'm talking to them, I'm like, all right, you and now Stark's like, everybody's telling me. And I'm like, okay, I'll see you guys later. And they're like, you have no hair on your head. You know that, right? And I was like, and the song is starting. He's like, everybody say yeah. And I'm like running down the stairs like I'm on fire. <laughs> I get my wig on. The angels have already entered on the conveyor belt. And so I have to enter like from the other side of the stage to catch them. Because it's the kind of thing, like if you're not on stage, no one's going to move the conveyor belt. Right, like, right. You've single-handedly ruined Broadway. It's done. The yeah. musical's not going to They happen. actually shut down every all 41 theaters. I <laughs> So then I got there in time for everything. But like once I got on stage, I was shaking. Like I was like, oh, this yeah. is done. This is, like, it was a mess. Everything was in fast. So that was one. <laughs> oh. um, I got in trouble for that one. Yeah. Oh. It never happened again. That's like my Patty LuPone story. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that happened. Then um, sometimes weird things would happen like on the road as Lola where like you, the thing with that is if you flub a line in a British accent, what comes out is not British. Oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Because yeah. your brain is like, it's a glitch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that it would be hard to like not burst out laughing. It didn't happen often. I always it, forget Kinky's British. Me too. Yeah. yeah. And on the tour, they were really specific about the accent more than in any other place. Um, which was a lot of fun, but it also meant that when you dropped it, it was like, Gone. sometimes it'd be Southern. Sometimes it would just be like, it just was weird to the ear. Yeah. So that was always kind of weird. Um, broke a heel once oh, in yeah. the argument scene. Just once? Just I once. feel like that would happen all the time. I was going to say, I, I feel like that would be a regular occurrence. But we learned from Kinky Boots to reinforce the heel with steel. That's it. Amen. So you so broke a heel. I, I broke a heel in the argument. It was like, he was yelling at me saying, you're ridiculous, this, that, the other. And I'm like... Uh, sometimes he goes. Sometimes the truth hurts. I'm like the truth. And I, for whatever reason, I think I was being contrived. I saw Jesse Mueller do this in Waitress in Boston that week. Like she was, she would do this thing where she was yelling at him and she would stomp her foot. Like and I was like, oh, I kind of like that. It probably <laughs> gives her something, right? Yeah. So then one night in Boston, I decided I was like the truth, the truth, and I stomped and that heel snapped. And I still had to walk up to him uh-huh. and walk off the stage. So like burn up your left calf got to work out that night. <laughs> you know, I was like hobbling up to him <laughs> and like trying to make tip, it look tip, better tip, as tip, I walked off the stage. In an argument where he was calling you ridiculous. Exactly. And you're trying to make a point with a broken heel. There was another time where he snagged my necklace and all the beads went everywhere. That was actually kind of magic. And it was during the argument scene as well. Mm-hmm. So the beads go everywhere at the beginning of the argument when he's yelling at me. And so first we kind of just look at them. We're still saying the lines. And then I decide... I'm not going to let him pick these up. I'm going to pick them up. But then you're in the dress, so you feel uncomfortable. Like, it was so humiliating. Oh, wow. yeah. And it, like, added some, added some weird layer. Oh, it was so great. Now, the, now, as his character, did he help, or he just, like, watched you be humiliated? He started to help, and then he stopped. And I kind of, like, remember pushing him away, like, no, just don't even. And so I was, like, grabbing oh, as he's talking wow. to what me. Oh, that's wow. The th- that's the theater magic. Yeah. Yes. It was that's the Audra theater magic. Yeah. It was, wow. so much, it was so much fun to do that play. That's awesome. So well, I think it's time. Okay. I think to it is end time. the episode. Thank you so much. No, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and now I introduce to you our pop and rock Jagger. Popping and rocking. <clears throat> and Kevin's Corner. Welcome to Kevin's Corner, where I ask very, very important questions that everyone wants to know the answer to, especially me. Mm. Kyle. Yes. Question one. What's the best vacation you've ever had and why? The Dominican Republic. Um, and why? Because all the we was, they, they bought out the theater, and all the angels got to take a vacation together. So it was the angels, 
And we had this great house that apparently Beyonce stayed at. And it was just this amazing moment where time kind of stopped for me. That's awesome. Question two. What cartoon character is your spirit animal? Um, Gerald from Hey Arnold. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, he's so good. He's so cool. He's funny by his friend. His and hair his, is amazing. Oh, amazing. His, his hair his is sister amazing. is crazy trying to sell those chocolate turtles. Oh, my goodness. You know. Yeah, that's... Simberly. That's yeah, Simberly. Yeah. Prequel. All right, I'm dropping the accent for question three. Because okay. I actually, I've known you for like almost 10 years. And, um, wait, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. That. You're also 70 years old. I am. Yeah. I'm 70 <laughs> years old. Yeah. Continuous joke. And <laughs> when, That's not a callback. <laughs> what? You got a callback for what? <laughs> oh my God. Bugger. For jokes. What, one thing that has always been a constant, um, as long as I've known Kyle is his really interesting and unique take on uh, music and performance. I know when I first met you, you were developing a cabaret act where you like created a persona to play on stage, and I thought it was so kind of beautiful that you then ended up playing somebody like Lola, which is like somebody else who's created a persona, but there's like a big heart to it. And so I just thought maybe you could uh, share with some of our listeners like how you attempt, because you've also, like you said, those videos you've done where you've taken like classic songs everybody knows and kind of spun them and done it in like a, like a very kind of soulful like throwback song. And um, what, what have been like your inspirations and like what has like brought you on this path to do this kind of very interesting take on music and performance? Um, just being a big old kid, I had a big imagination as a kid. You'd leave me in a room and I would, ju- I was an only child for a little bit. So I would just play and create and like make up shows. I've always been like that. And then I moved to New York and like there's a difference between the work that you do because you need to pay bills and the work that you do because it feeds your soul. And I do believe that I've had some great performance opportunities in musicals that have fed me. But, um, and also, in the downtimes, you have to do something, right? So that's kind of where it all started. Like, in between auditioning, what can I do that's going to make me feel good about myself and also get this thing inside of me out there in the world? Because there's someone out there always who wants it and needs it. And if you just don't take the risk of putting it out there, then what are you doing with your life? Mm-hmm. Inspiration, I would say Bette Midler, Billy Porter, Patti LuPone, um, uh, Shirley MacLaine. I would say those would be the Shut main... Shut up and do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, that kind of like, just get up and do it and with your life, with everything. So that's where that comes from. And that has been Kevin's Corner. Kevin's Corner. <laughs> that was a good Kevin's Corner. Thanks. It's also the last episode <laughs> of Kevin's <laughs> Corner. I do that every time. And that's my <laughs> ongoing joke. <laughs> um, but let's play a final game. Ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Ready. This game is called The Musical Factory. Okay. Oh. Another factory. <laughs> because Broadway's missing another factory, and we need to get it back. Yeah, bring back the factories. Wait, go on. (laughs) (laughs) So, I want you to draw a Lights of Broadway show card. Okay. And inspired by that card, tell me what kind of factory you would make. Great. Got it. Is it a candy factory? Is it a shoe factory? Is it a car factory? Who knows? And then if you so choose, you can musicalize it a little bit. Like, right. make it into a narrative. But if you just get a person, you can just say what kind of factory they would build, like Willy Wonka. Cool. Great. I love it. Ready? Sure. Kevin. I'll go first. And if you need further cards for inspiration for anything else in the factory, by all means, draw. Okay. So I have John Cameron Mitchell. Oh! And I would say that John Cameron Mitchell would create... A SAS factory. Oh. Yes. And so it would just be a bunch of really strong, um, sassy divas who are doing all of their sass into a machine that then is turning it into an actual, like, thing. So they're like, selling, like, a box of sass. Great. And what would happen to someone who purchased this box? Purchases the box of so sass. it would give the, it would give people who are like a little like nervous about themselves or like insecure. It would give them like all the security and like the confidence in the world. Mm. And then I think it would be interesting if it was turned into a musical, where you would have somebody who tries to 
uh, open four boxes of sass at once and then become this like over the top insane sass machine. I just do Rose's turn. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a it's a it's a Patty Lapone music box factory. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's but it basically turns you into the music box. Like yeah. you go yeah. into the music box and yeah. become the ballerina that's where No, but it turns around. you into Patty Lapone and then there's another Patty Lapone, like the real Patty Lapone, so at the end there's like a big showdown between the two oh. patties. And you can only buy it at the music box theater. Right. Yeah, great. <laughs> and Patty does both parts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go. Okay. This is an old Broadway cast recording factory. Okay. And it's only fake musicals. Yes. So you go into this factory and you can only find musicals that don't actually exist. Should you tell everyone who you have? This is a Bob Martin factory. I.e. Man, Man and Chair. chair. Man and Chair chaperone. factory. Man and, so you walk <laughs> into the factory, and this is it's very creepy at first. And there's this man sitting in a chair when you walk, and he's like, hello. And you're like, hi, hi Man and Chair. And he's like, what would you like? And all of a sudden, like you tell him like what kind of a musical you love. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I like sass. I like big band numbers, but I also like a very quiet 11 o'clock number that's really introspective. He's like, that's great. I have a musical for you. It's called... The Baboon in the Tree. And, <laughs> and you listen to it on a record player. It's kind of like the, And it comes to life around you yes, on a stage. It's very... Eight shows a week. <laughs> it's very... Marquis. It's very similar to the Lincoln Center Theater Library, but all the musicals are not real. But they are real to you. They're curated just I for love your it. brain. Yeah. I see them. It's I called, don't want to throw poo no more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that's. I don't want to be a tree no more. I the love that show. Stop climbing that on show me is no more. so good. <laughs> I love Drowsy Chaperone. This would be the elegance with a perfect amount of raunch and sass factory. Amen. Angela Lansbury. Yes. Mm. And someone would get murdered at the, the factory every week and she would solve it. Yes. <laughs> but first she'd crack a really good joke. Dry. <laughs> very a dirty dry. joke, too. A dirty, yeah. dry joke. Yeah. Um, maybe solve a mystery. Maybe solve a mystery. Maybe make a pie. <laughs> or two. Or serve you some tea. Always Ooh. in a pantsuit. <laughs> Always a pantsuit. Yeah. Maybe it's a pantsuit factory. <laughs> you can buy pantsuits. You can solve mysteries. You can buy jokes. <laughs> Angela's here for you, girl. It's a mall. I think it's more of a Yep. It's a mall with like an underground factory full of like little yeah, Angelas yeah. just pumping out everything. Oh, so taking good. care of everything. There's tea, lots of tea. What's in, in her factory. food court? Tea, only tea. <laughs> <laughs> it's only tea. <laughs> that is incredible. Kimberly. Okay. <laughs> only tea. <laughs> the Angela Mall. I want to go there right now. <laughs> Get myself a sensible pantsuit. You look good in a white suit. Thank you. Or a regular suit. Or just, yeah, or just a suit. That's one of those tricky things, like a pantsuit. I always feel like that's like not the way, that's not a real thing. What Wait, do you mean? Like, why is it called a pantsuit? Because the suit always has pants. Like women's suits. No, it's a women's suit. Um, so it used to be skirt suits, and then once women could wear pants, it became a pantsuit. And I feel like oh. we need to change that now. Though. We should just call and just it be a like, suit, hey, you're right? wearing a suit. You know what yeah. I mean? But and now like the and it should be differentiating if you're wearing a skirt suit. Yeah. But no one wears those anymore. I mean, maybe they do. I don't know. But like only in a musical. I, I mean, guess. they might in come like back yeah. again. Promises, promises. Yeah, she wore pants suits or skirt suits. Yeah. That's the only reason. That's also weird to say a skirt suit. That's like a skirt stage. But it's like a suit. I could. I, I wish really, it was a steak. I was gonna say I could really go for a steak right now. I wish I could just wear a steak. <laughs> hey, Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga did it. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, I think you mean Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Anyway, I have in my hands a dream factory. Okay. And this factory is specifically for when you're losing yourself a little bit. <gasps> I love this factory. <laughs> Do you see what it is? No, but I. I mean, I didn't see, but I know. When you're losing yourself a little bit and you need to get back to the the core of yourself, but in a dream state, you go to this factory and you can tilt at windmills. It seems impossible. And you can dream impossible dreams. 
Ah. And you get to go through this factory and live out your most ridiculous dreams of what your life should be. And then at the end, <gasps> you're still in jail. <laughs> Oh, and that was Man of La Mancha, the factory. <laughs> it's just jail. It's just, it's just it's jail. jail. It's a jail factory. It's jail where you've been there long enough, you're hallucinating. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's know what jail's just, like. There you go. Yeah. Well, that actually brings us to the end of our episode. It does. Yeah, amazing. I know. Yeah, thank you so oh, much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, you can follow him at KT, KTP. KTP. Uh, KTP Way. <laughs> Um, on all platforms. Keep a lookout for when his next concerts are going to be because we don't know, but he's going to know soon. You all should really check out his YouTube videos where he does a lot of different like musical theater standards, Actually, but yes. in really awesome yeah. ways. It's They're really, really great. And if you live somewhere where you can't get to see the concerts in New York, that's a great way to see the talent that is Kyle Taylor Parker. Thank Very you. Cool. Um, and don't forget, we are at Broad Wasted on all platforms. Uh, go on to iTunes and subscribe to us. Three stars? Pl- oh, wait, no. Five stars. Five stars, please. Wait, Are you selling us shorter than that? I didn't know if that was like an actual joke or a genuine mistake. No, it was a genuine mistake because you said three, and then I was like, I took the word three and ran. In with what it. world do you rate things from one to three? I don't know. I'm in sure the world where they something. don't believe in four. <laughs> what? Wait, I don't know. What? I, anyway. I, don't know. <laughs> I was trying to think of how you would do three. Anyway, five stars, please. Five stars. Thank you so much again. We really appreciate you joining us. Thanks no for problem. Thanks out. for having Always me. nice to have a Lola on the podcast. You're our first Lola. You are. Oh. So it's great to have our first Lola on the I podcast. Love, we had love Charlie. Being your first we had Charlie. Yeah, who? Adam Kaplan. Oh, I love him. Yeah. I I did it with him first uh, in Philadelphia. Oh yeah. Really? I really? want to say it may. I want to say, but it could be the baby. But yeah, you were. Just, yeah, the ba- it's the baby. <laughs> Hudson and baby, Bob, baby bourbon. bourbon. Thank yeah. you, Hudson baby bourbon whiskey for um, really delicious. And um, we end every episode with a quote. We do? <laughs> I hate you guys so much. <laughs> Our quote today remember. is, cheer up, Charlie. <laughs> ah, you mean my favorite song from Charlie and the Chocolate? Ugh, give me a smile. Musical. What happened to the smile I used to know? Don't you know your grin has always been my sunshine? Let that sunshine show. Are those the lyrics? Yes. Oh, I revoke every time I said that was my favorite song. I'm so sorry. Cheer up, Charlie. Give me a smile. What happened to that smiley... Oh, God. Uh, Anyway. That's a lot of words. Yeah. I kind of missed that one on our show. I love that song. (laughs) While she's paddling the laundry around. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Big paddle. Let's raise a glass. And as we end every episode, <gasps> zoo doo bomb Cheers. With our <laughs> view upstairs glasses that we randomly found here. View upstairs bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.